0: Galloway and I am Tracy Galloway welcome to our podcast 36 questions
1: this is an unscripted show where we candidly and spontaneously answer 36 questions that lead to love
0: now these 36 questions were invented by psychologist Arthur Aaron who created this exercise to help people be vulnerable in order to foster closeness and intimacy
1: We have been married 26 years and have four almost grown children together. We've both been in Christian leadership for almost 30 years now. I've been a pastor, you've been a pastor, and we've both been student pastors.
0: And I lead right now a nonprofit organization that does outreach to people experiencing homelessness.
1: You know, our hope is that as we dig deep into each other's lives, that you will be inspired to find more intimacy and authenticity in your own relationships.
0: Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. We are back. Green, everybody. It's 36 questions time with your hosts, Juan and Tracy Galloway. Hello. We're glad to be back. And uh, we are today on question number 15. I'm sorry, 16.
1: 16. Whoops.
0: We just did fifteen. Um, yeah, we did fifteen, and uh, you want to? Do you want to know? You want to go right into it, or is there anything you want to roll in? Tell uh, little random anything.
1: Random little uh, ditties to yes. give people little morsels to chew on that are exciting. No, I don't have any.
0: <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, well, all right, let's go right into it then. Question number sixteen: What do you? Juan Galloway.
1: Or Tracy Galloway. Or you, the listener.
0: What do you value most in a friendship? Oh. Now, you answered first last podcast, so I'm diving in. Is that Hold okay? No,
1: just sit. I, I have to process. Let's just percolate. Read it again slowly so my what brain can absorb it. What do
0: you value most in a friendship?
1: Wow. Well, you know, this is an interesting question because I feel like It doesn't just reflect maybe what you value in a friendship, but maybe what we value in each other. Because our most important friendship is each other.
0: Well, it should be anyway.
1: Well, let's just see what you say and see if it applies to me too. I'm kind of curious.
0: Okay. All right. right. Hmm. So do you have something already? Mm. Yes.
1: You are quick.
0: Well, there's a lot of things I value in friendships and I've got some great friends, Um, but the thing that jumps to my mind, first of all, is laughter. Mm. Um, I, I can tend to be a little too serious sometimes, take myself a little too seriously. And so my favorite thing to do with friends is to laugh about anything, about everything. Mm. And uh, I remember I used to hang out with my buddy Tom Kang. What's up? in Cali, the Kangsta. Um, He uh,
1: is the pastor of the newest awesome church in Los Angeles, California, called New Story LA.
0: Yeah. And uh, we knew him from our church here at Liquid. And I used to hang out and have breakfast or coffee with Tom. And we would just laugh. And that guy's great at laughing. He is.
1: It's um, so contagious.
0: Yes, exactly. And, And it just, you know, laughter is good for the soul. That's why we watch The Office every night before we go to bed. Yeah. Um, because though it's a little bit dirty, I, I just, I need to laugh and there's not many shows I can watch where I laugh out loud, but that it really Mm. helps me. Um, but let's go back to my friend, Tom. Okay, So when Tom moved to California, I was like, Oh no, I need a new joy mentor. I forget where I got that term. It was a book I read or a person told me that, but it's like a person like me with that temperament of a little too serious. We need people to lighten us up sometimes. you know who
1: reminds me you know we used to know someone years ago when we lived in california we were outside san francisco south like redwood city belmont Mm -hmm. anyway uh erica rothenbush yes she was a girl at our church and she was so funny she would just like she would tell the funniest stories and she was so animated and great and every time you hung out with her you had such an awesome time because she was so
0: Funny. Yeah, I think I think think. her. Well, I don't know if it's her favorite word or it's my favorite word. She would say it was "kaka." Whenever she was laughing about something or making fun of something or whatever, that word would come out, and I'm like, I don't know why. It just made me laugh the way she would say that.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, that's not funny to me, (laughs) but there are plenty of other stories.
0: It was. Uh, Anyway, I was sad. Tom left me. Um. And moved to uh, the left coast.
1: I'm happy for him. I'm happy
0: for him, but anyone, I'm sad for me. Who cares anyone, about him? What about me?
1: Anyone, anyone who escapes New Jersey
0: and the <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Come bravo, on, be, be nice to New congratulations,
1: you've made it out.
0: Poor New Jersey. Yeah. Um, but I think I value that and I just, I love to be with my current friends. So I do have friends in New Jersey still after Tom left. Um, but my favorite times with them is mm-hmm. when we laugh about stuff mm. and they tell funny stories or we tell funny stories. And um, you always said in our marriage or when we were dating that I made you laugh, Yeah, you know? Yeah. True. And I guess that's maybe one of the reasons why I like hanging out with you is I like to laugh. And so if mm-hmm. I can say something that makes you laugh, it makes me laugh, you know, it just.
1: And you've always said the thing you like about. About me, the most is my smile.
0: Yes. And maybe that's because I'm
1: smiling because you're making me laugh. Maybe. Though I do have to confess publicly. Let's just do a little public confession here. We'll edit this part out. Public confession (laughs) time. I'm
0: already editing this.
1: Last night, (laughs) (laughs) I was getting really annoyed with you because you tend to be funny too much. And make fun of me to be funny. Never. Which I don't mind every once in a while. Make fun of me. That's okay. But all day, every day? Yes. Not having it. A little too much. I got it. too much. Okay. All right.
0: Lesson learned. Okay, good. Yeah, I can't joke all the time.
1: No, because it's too much. Too much. Too much. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I will highlight one of my best friends currently, and it's a guy named Alec Goble, who I call Craig, because that's his middle name, and that's how I knew him in college. And I have the incredible um, gift to be working full-time with a guy I grew up with and was in a band with, and we're going on a mission trip together to the Philippines, and I'm just, like, so excited to be with my friend. And actually, my other friend's going with me, my other best friend, Mark Reitzma, and I'm like this is going to be the best trip ever. Yeah. And I think that's what I've learned in the last couple of years about how do I take friendships to the next level? Do stuff together. I mean like an activity. I don't mean get together for coffee and chat. That's what I think most people
1: have this down. Actually, I think you and I have failed miserably in this most of our life because you're my best friend. I'm your best friend. We have each other.
0: Right.
1: Um, We have we have four kids growing up. And so it's always been busy with the kids, work, each other. And so we haven't really made that space for friends outside of our relationship. We've had a few, but not. Not a lot yeah, and not a lot of time together with those friends. There's some people we see quarterly or whatever. No one we see all the time. And you know who does friendship well that I think is so good is your brother, Mike. Your brother Mike has these groups of friends, Reed, Nikki. He's this whole crew of Mm -hmm. friends, and so does Emily, um, our sister-in-law. And they just hang out all the time. They go to the lake house together. They eat out, and I see them posting on Facebook and talk about Instagram, Facebook envy. I've always just been like, oh, that's the – if you ask me – in fact, you've asked me many times, and I've said many times, you know, even though I'm so thankful for everything we have and how blessed we are, I've always been like, man if I could just have friends like that you know you hang out and you vacation together and you talk and they come over and you make food together and eat it and play games and it just sounds so great
0: well and and based on that this year we have I have scheduled every month at least at least one Sunday every month and we've scheduled the entire year, so we've invited people to c- yes, c- commit people we
1: want to connect to come with and spend and time be friends with, with and connect to. And, and we have
0: never done this in our lifetime, true. so this is a step forward. is to true. say, we like you. We've determined we like you. I'm inviting you <laughs> to come on December whatever, even though this is January, because. It's at least one couple a month and we can build on that. Yeah. But we've already started even in the month of January. We got together with a couple of our good friends and we went out to lunch uh, with them. Oh, yeah. Right. And then tomorrow. They're famous.
1: Yeah. Tomorrow we have some. (laughs) Tomorrow we have someone really famous. Movie star famous. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Tomorrow we're doing it
1: again. Can't tell who it is. (laughs) But anyway. Yeah. We have a couple coming over from New York City um, tomorrow. So, yes, you're right. That's true. And I do love that. And I think that's a good start. And I I think that's a great piece of advice for people to get outside of their normal thing is to invite somebody over and get it on the calendar. Cool. In fact, you had your assistant help you with that at work, just so it would get done, you know? Absolutely. And, but, um, what I'm talking about is something that's like regular with somebody, like, you know, them, they know you and, just like the best of friends I well, don't know if I've well, had I w- much of so
0: that. I'm the kind of person with my temperament if someone is my friend yeah they're my friend for life that's like, true like I have this loyalty thing it's just ingrained <laughs> I don't try to do it I don't like to hang out with everybody I'm not an outgoing person mm-hmm. I don't like to go just meet new people and strangers that's not fun for me but the people who I have determined that's my friend like they can call me in the middle of the night they can do anything right I'm like I owe that I feel like I owe that person like they're my friend Hmm. you know and um, do you
1: feel like you're a good friend
0: I don't know if I'm a good friend Um, one of the funny sayings. I
1: don't think you're a good friend
0: okay (laughs) one of the things I uh, read once that was funny is that one of the most miraculous things Jesus ever did as a man in his 30s was spend regular time with 12 other men (laughs) and do life together because men we generally don't we're pretty we're busy at work and then we come home to our families and um there's not a lot of time outside that or we don't make the time. time right right and so uh i've i've learned that i need that and to be healthy emotionally healthy yeah and i enjoy that you know but i also need to have fun and, and laugh, right? And right. so I can't just sit and have coffee and let's talk about life. And everything mm. gets serious. I don't need any more serious. So that's why you go disc golfing. Yeah. I'd, or play music. Mm-hmm. Or um, me, me and my buddy people. Josiah, we're going to go to Top Golf. We mm. determine because we want to get closer.
1: I love that place. So we're going to play Top Golf.
0: That's and I'm a not a golfer, place. but I like to go hit, whack some balls.
1: Hey, if you haven't been to Top Golf, go get, go now. Just go. It's so great.
0: The this podcast great, is brought fun. to you by Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> Send in that royalty check, Top Golf. Yeah, right. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, I, that's what I value in a friendship. That's what I need in a friendship. And mm. that's what I'm going for um, literally systematically mm. in friendships is to spend time with people I like mm. and care about. And I want to just have fun together. We right. need to just have fun God gave us this life to enjoy uh-huh. and so let's get at it you know
1: I feel like for me maybe I feel and I'm not gonna answer the question yet because oh. I know we're not there yet oh good but I, I want to say I definitely have an insecurity like there's something in me that thinks they don't want to be friends with me what? yeah I don't know why I just always assume that well they, they probably don't want to hang out with me or I probably That's talk, talk too
0: much It's crazy talk <laughs> Oh wait, no, that's true <laughs> um that part. no, but i I generally think because you're so outgoing and gregarious, people do like you. I mean,
1: so I don't you know what though i, I I'm very deep, yeah, too deep. I've um, been reprimanded by my sister for being oh, too deep. too
0: serious too
1: serious. Okay. like uh, giving you know straight giving it to people straight.
0: Oh, people
1: don't like that. <laughs>
0: No, actually, some <laughs> people some people love it. You're right. Some people hate it. Some people love it. They're like, tell me more. Help yeah, me. Yeah, but
1: then you end up being like, it's a discipleship relationship. Right. So unfortunately, fun. most of my relationships have been people who I'm, you know, helping or mentoring or listening or, or speaking into their life. But right. having someone that it goes back and forth both ways, like yeah. someone who's kind of like evenly yoked, you know, like a marriage, you're supposed to be evenly right. yoked. In a friendship, to have an evenly yoked friendship, uh, it's not easy to find. It's not.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, look, listen. Tomorrow we have these friends over. We need to come up with a plan today for how to laugh with them tomorrow. How how do we get Mm. things going? Not just sit there and start talking about life, but can we play a game? I don't know. Do we need to come up with a system? Mm. I honestly have no idea. But I want to go there to where the good times roll.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, we have giant Jenga. We could pull that out. I don't know. I'll have to think about it.
0: Okay. Let's give that some thought. Well, that was nice. Um, That's enough of my spiel. Now it's time for that segment everybody loves. They can't get enough of it. It's called the book of the week. What do we got this week, Tracy?
1: So, you know, this is a book that came out a while ago, but it was a number one New York Times bestseller, and what I did is I purchased this for my kids when they were young to read after, I think I read it first and I was like, this is such a great lesson. Mm-hmm. And it's called Three Cups of Tea, One Man's Journey to Change the World, One Child at a Time. Man, it seems like all my things are about changing the world.
0: <laughs> I see a theme.
1: Yeah, I see a theme too. Um, written by Greg Mor- is it Mortensen. I Mortensen guess so. And David Oliver Raylan. anyway. Um, so this is a book that takes place in the Middle East mm-hmm. and you know, I just have to say for a moment here, have I told everybody the story about how all my kids are wanting to go to the Middle East? Did I give that story before?
0: I can't remember, but everybody loves mother's stories about their children. <laughs> it's not, I can't get enough of that.
1: I just want to say, okay, yes. real
0: briefly. Okay.
1: All right. Real in briefly. A nutshell. Real quickly. Right. I have four kids. Four. Almost all four have come to me begging me to go to the Middle East.
0: A little exaggeration, but...
1: And it's all during this whole ISIS thing going on, right?
0: Yeah, the peak of the ISIS years. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So I have one uh, river who wanted to go to Jordan to work in a hospital on the border. um, Of Syria. Yeah, with the desert rat. Uh, which is a missionary there who started a hospital. She wrote
0: a book called The desert. Ryan. Yeah,
1: that's true. Anyway, wanted to go there and work in that hospital right during the whole thing, you know, with the Syrian war. She wanted to go right on the border. And you
0: said, yes, go in faith. I
1: was like, you're not going. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. usually yes to them. I was like, I don't think so. And then after that my other daughter Haley she's at youth with a mission at Ywm in uh-huh. uh, Orlando right right and so they decide to take a missions trip for their outreach and they check out Tunis Tunisia which is in uh, northern Africa and I'm like right. oh Africa great missions yay have a great time <laughs> so a couple weeks after that it's where they have that big beheading on the beach and all the men are getting their heads cut off yeah. um, for being Christians and I look up on the Mac map where's Tunis and sure enough, just down the beach, like a three-hour drive, that's where she wants to go, right by where ISIS is cutting people's heads off. I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> so that's a whole story, and I'm not going to tell it. I remember, and then, I
0: remember these sleepless nights. I remember you up in the middle of the night, I'm trying to sleep, and you're on the computer, like, like I was, I crazily, was, like, researching every. Moment by moment, I hour was, by hour newscast on what's going on with ISIS. And I was listening to Al Jazeera, you
1: know, and I was listening to all the Arab, <laughs> all the Arab blogs and newscasts locally to yes. see where their movement was. And they were all moving towards Tunis. Yes. They were actually going that way. My child is going to die. Anyway, well, point no, being, there was, there was a terrorist she attack lived. there. And yes, I, I predicted it because I was so tuned Tracy in. Tracy was ahead of it. Yeah, I was. And then, uh, um, who else? Oh, Corbyn uh, almost went to uh turkey which i turkey's great friends from turkey love istanbul no problem but uh going maybe on the border when there's a border war right there with syria right (laughs) they couldn't commit if they were on the border or not i'm like no i'm like what is it three or four i still have a one in high school nothing's happened yet but you know all wanting to go right to the heart of the middle east i'm like oh anyway so this book is called three cups of tea maybe maybe i caused it because I had them read this as children, they read this book about this man who was hiking, and he's going up this mountain. I think it's K two. It's hard to remember. I haven't read it for years. And 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 he, you know, gets lost, and he ends up in this little village, and they nurse him back to health. And he notices they don't have a school. They're just sitting under a tree, and he promises promises them that he's going to come back and build them a school, and he does.
0: <laughs> and he has probably. <laughs> He has knows nothing about schools. He has no money. No money. Nothing. He's like a medical That's assistant. it's a crazy promise.
1: Yeah. Like, how can he do that? Yeah. So he goes home and like saves his pennies in a penny jar, like
0: barely has anything. Do, do you remember how he tried to contact all the famous people? Like he wrote letters to Oprah and all this random. No, I don't remember that He part. did. And it, <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, but he did get traction eventually. And
1: right. And he built the school and it was amazing. And it, the cool thing was about the Middle East is that they don't educate the girls. Right. So at his school, and then also sometimes the only school option for a lot of people in some of the countries was at the time a Taliban school. So if you wanted your child to learn how to read or to go to school, they'd have to go to a Taliban school, which would also teach is them about Jihad. Pakistan, right? Uh, yeah. 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 It, it was Pakistan. And so it was, it, it so he was offering a school. It wasn't a Christian school, it was just a school, but an option to number one, not teach kids, about bombs and you and, know yeah, hating people and right. number two also is edu- educating the girls and the it, boys together
0: empower the girls to escape poverty
1: right through education. you know it's been proven that all the countries that educate the women um because they educate the women there's more health and there's just uh just across the board there's prosperity improves
0: everything yeah
1: oh yeah so anyway point being uh three cups of tea That's, yeah
0: i read the book too two thumbs up from me i love that book I also read the sequel, which I don't remember the name. Stones Into Schools. It was good, too. But I still think the first one was my favorite because it was just crazy. Like, this guy has a lot of stories about he just went into the worst areas, you know, tried to get permission and it was hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good stories. He's a white
0: American and, you know, there's all this tension in the Middle East. And um, it was just a great story. It
1: was. He really made a huge difference. And this picture on the back, he's sitting here with all these kids On his lap and all around him and he's just a young guy some hiker just a guy who totally i mean i think it's like thousands of schools they've built now huge impact and you ask like maybe why is it called three cups of tea and the reason why it's called three cups of tea is um it says actually on the book it says with the first cup of tea you're a stranger with the second cup of tea you're a friend and with the third cup of tea your family and so it's kind of this idea in the Middle East where you sit down for tea. The first thing they're going to do when you meet someone from the Middle East is they're going to offer you tea, and you, you want to say yes because it's rude to say no.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and the more you drink tea with them, you go from stranger to friend yeah. to family. Yeah. And I, I love that. And I think um, that's a really important part of our culture is being able to sit with people and go from stranger to, like, family over, over coffee or tea or, I don't know, chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm kind of, haven't had chocolate for a while, so I'm thinking about it a
0: lot. We're on a uh, health kick right now. Yeah. Daniel All Fast. just meat, vegetables, and fruit. No sugar. No sugar, no carbs, no bread. Yeah.
1: It's been, what, three weeks? Four weeks? Almost four. Yeah. Another year to go. <laughs>
0: piece of cake yeah except you can't have cake that's the bummer part all
1: right so three cups of tea
0: recommend great book thank you for recommending it people get out there buy it i bet it's cheap on amazon it's not Mm. new
1: yeah it's an oldie and a goodie it's great for the kids to read too i think
0: enjoy okay so tracy now let me ask you the 16th question okay Tracy Galloway what do you value most in a friendship go
1: hmm. I don't have an answer
0: <laughs> I know I'm supposed to have an answer think I of just... think of whoever <sighs> is one of your favorite people maybe like a Heather Kohler or someone and like what do you love about being with that person
1: hmm.
0: what's refreshing
1: Okay, um, um, okay. I I think I really like when people are positive, and I think
0: you have this too. By the way, oh yes, you're big on positivity. Yes. A little a little too big. I don't have any negative friends. You know why? <laughs>
1: Because they're not your friends anymore because they're so negative. You're going to be negative.
0: I don't got the time. Yeah.
1: I've, I've had some friends who are negative a lot. And it's like, okay, you know, I can handle it. Maybe one, maybe one cup of tea, maybe two. Yeah, but my yeah. third cup of
0: tea, it's I'm like, like. This tea's tasting sour.
1: Sorry. <laughs> this is
0: bitter tea. Can't
1: take it anymore. Yeah. Too negative. <laughs> so maybe positivity. Um, mm. I think faith, not faith that they're a believer um, in Jesus, but I think faith that they believe That things are possible. Mm. I really appreciate that Um, when I feel like oh I don't know or how could I do this like you can do it. That kind of friend, like kind of like a cheerleader, give you a fresh wind. Yeah, Yeah. like you can do it. We got this, and you know, and just real positive and encouraging. I I love that. Mm. Um, I, I also I really like someone who who hosts well. Like I like to have a friend who cooks really well or puts out nice hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. I think I'm hungry for dinner.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You you like people who feed you. That's your friend. (laughs) I got it. I know it sounds so bad,
1: but I've had friends who who are not very hospitable and that's okay. It's not their gift, but I enjoy somebody who's really good at hospitality like they host me and they make it nice. Because I think I do that a lot too. Like I'm, yeah. I've, I really like to host people well. You do. Usually. You unless do. I'm sick or not feeling well or busy you, that it's day. It's usually
0: the Italian overboard hosting. Right. Yeah. When you host, it's like the Italian overboard thing. You've got cheeses and crackers and relish and cookies and, and fruit and juice. And, you know, it's like you just, <laughs> you go nuts. So you enjoy it when someone hosts you.
1: Yeah. It's nice to be the recipient. That's for sure. I do like that. So, yeah. So I guess positivity and uh,
0: food. food, hosting, <laughs> hospitality
1: and, and encouragement. I don't know. Doesn't everybody like that?
0: It sounds to me like you, what you value in a friend is someone just like you. You know what? That's so true. But though, isn't about that people. true for everybody? It's so we true. We like people who like what we like.
1: Yeah. Like you go to a group of people and you're really scanning the room looking for anybody who's like you and yeah. then you go right towards them.
0: Yeah. Right? So that's what we value most in friendship, ourself. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just find someone just like me.
1: You know what though ideally is I love someone who knows more than I know and uh-huh. is more on the ball than I am. And that's why I became good friends with Lan Chan when we were uh, our kids were in elementary school together we both have four kids and she was on the ball she knew every event everything that was going on any question she had the answer.
0: You mean surrounding the kids' school?
1: Uh, yeah. Everything to do with the school, the events. Like, she'd knock on my door, Tracy, aren't, we're supposed to go to the concert, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, okay. Oh.
0: Yeah. How okay. come we, our whole history of our life, we never know what's going on at this school? And it's always <laughs> their fault, the school. Well, why didn't they tell us? They Everybody never tell else us. knows. How do they know? We're out to lunch.
1: I don't know how they know. But Lan Chan
0: knows. She always knew.
1: Anyway, she was a great friend because she was better than me at, um, you know, teaching your kids with academics and on their homework and I don't know anyway. So I I just appreciated someone who was gifted in the areas where I'm weak Yeah. and and having them around me to glean their wisdom and their strength and then to teach me so I can grow in that area. So that's another thing is having someone that's really good at something that I'm weak in that area and having them to be my friend so I can learn from them. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's all. I I do like that positive energy one. I love being around people with positive energy, like Tom King. He just I don't know. He always had some zest, you know. And I know I don't know. I I just it's it's an uplifting thing to be around positive people. It is, but I don't know if we're that way. You know, Uh, I I think we are. We I mean I think we come from families who are very optimistic. That's true. And positive, kind of Uh, no complaining allowed in our families. Your family, so we don't practice that. Yeah, uh, we're you know we don't have a lot of negative talk. Mm. Um, maybe do a fault. Um, we just try to keep it positive. Uh, sometimes that means being in denial. Right. Uh, but it is nice to be around upbeat people. Um, yeah, they're pleasant for the most part. Yeah, it's are not phony baloney. Yes, of course. Right. Nobody likes a plastic. Because someone. And here's phony.
1: another quality. And by the way, it's too many qualities I'm listing, and that is being very down to earth and real.
0: Yes. It's just authenticity. has to be. yes.
1: In fact, we were talking about this this morning in the coffee chair. remember? We talked about just be, you know as we get older,
0: mm-hmm.
1: valuing just being ourselves. And how just being yourself is a gift to other people. Because so many times as you're getting older and going through your 20s or 30s, you're trying to be all things to all people. You're trying to be professional. You're trying Trying to to look smart. Yeah, trying to get people to like you. And, uh, you know, there's a little of that that's realistic in every situation. But I think if you can authentically be yourself. Yeah that is what makes you special and a gift to everyone you're around and learning how to live in your own skin.
0: Yes, be comfortable in your own skin. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. And um, I think the only way to truly find that, and some people are better at that than others, but is completely living in God's grace. Like I can be weak in some areas. That's Mm -hmm. okay. And I can be open about it. I can share my flaws. Um, I can be real. And actually it's very freeing. And so it's okay.
1: And understanding that you live in God's grace and his love. Yeah, and he loves you, me anyway. He, you are loved by God. And even if, you know, you're a little chubby or a little gray or a little wrinkly or whatever.
0: Or a little too funny.
1: <laughs> a little too funny late at night. Even if that, that God loves you and just be yourself. Yeah. You know, but be nice. Can you be nice? <laughs>
0: Why can't we all just get along?
1: Why can't we all get along? Let's all get
0: along. What's that famous line from? Uh, uh,
1: what is that from?
0: Uh, when Mars attacks.
1: Oh, yeah, Mars attacks.
0: Um, Jack Nicholson <laughs> is talking to the aliens and saying, Can't we all just get along? And of course, then the aliens shoot their laser and beams them. at him and everybody else and kills and kill, everybody. Kills everybody. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Guess not. All right, well, anyway, okay, well, that's a long enough show. Thanks for listening. Uh, I want to encourage you to check out our Facebook page thirty six questions. Yeah, I have Join decided to list out all the questions that we've gone through so far Good idea. so that way you don't have to like go digging for them. Right. And little bonus, I'm going to list out all the books that we've all recommended. Of them? All of them together.
0: Holy smokes.
1: So that way you can see all together all of our book recommends if you're looking for a book for your winter reading or whatever, summer beach reading.
0: Listen, I'm just going to say to our fans out there, and by the way, I looked up how many times people have listened to our podcast. <laughs> Get ready. 4,000 times.
1: To me, that is so low. I don't know why you'd even say it. It's embarrassing. I mean, my YouTube show has like 100,000 hits. Yeah, of course, it's been
0: up for eight years or Gosh, whatever. I was excited, but now I feel <laughs> 4, like crap. 000. I feel like caca now. Thanks a lot. Caca. Anyway, I just, I know. I mean, that's a lot of people out there listening to you and me. And I just say thanks for listening. Thanks and for listening. Could you do us a favor and just maybe give us a little plug on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, wherever you do mm-hmm. social media, or just tell your friends. And could you write a review for us on Apple Music Podcasts, That'd be nice, too. If it's a
1: good review, if it's a bad review, don't worry about it. it? You don't have to do it. You're busy. Yes. You don't have time. There's TV to watch. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great week. And, you know, you can utilize this question in your relationships. Um, And what was the question again?
0: What's the thing you most value in a friendship?
1: What's the thing you most value in a friendship? So why don't you ask that of someone in your family today and see how deep you go. And I'm going to suggest this.
0: Whatever you value most in a friendship, work on doing that yourself for somebody else. Be a great friend to somebody else who maybe needs that thing. same thing. You are so good. I know. (laughs) Bye. See you next time, guys.